This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 504 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today, oh, do we have a treat. We have Bob Grace, his company, Retirement by Design and Grace Tax Advisory Group. Bob, how you doing? Charlie, if I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, you you do such a service besides what everything you do for your clients in Southwest Florida, but also uh, every weekend uh, on, uh, what is it, 92.5, uh, you do a show. So uh, this is great to get you on here. Yeah, we're on 8 o'clock on Saturday morning at 92.5 and then noon on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. I love that station, by the way. But anyway, that's a whole another story. Um, but Bob, let's start with your company. Tell us about Retirement by Design and the Grace Tax Advisory Group. We're a full service financial advisory firm. We have in-house CPAs, Florida licensed attorneys and financial planners. And we work with people primarily in the 50, 50 to 75 year age bracket. We have a few above 75 and a few below 50 but primarily people that are ready to or getting ready to go into retirement. And they, they finally realize that the accumulation of money, what they've been doing, growing money in the market or in a pension or profit sharing plan is a completely different strategy than the distribution of money. Mm. And of course, like anybody else, if you're going to go out and build a house, you better hire an architect to help you do that. And uh, we look at ourselves as financial architects. Wow. I love it. I love it. And that's a really good point. I, I hadn't really put much thought into that. Yeah. The distribution is a whole different ballgame from the accumulation. Well, we're living longer. We, we've got low interest rates, historically low interest rates. We've got market volatility. You know, the market's been doing so great the last 10 or 12 years. Blind squirrels have been finding nuts in the forest. But <laughs> that's not going to last forever. So you've got to make some adjustments for that. And then you need some liquid cash. You need infl inflation. My golly. Uh, if you're driving a car, you know what inflation is. And if you go into a restaurant with, with no servers and, and the ones that are there are getting paid way more than they used to be, inflation is here big time. Yeah. 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 We've only just begun, I think, there. Wow. So you've had quite a journey of quite a history. Tell us a little bit about how you got into you know where you're at now with retirement by design. Well, I started out as a, a young kid, and uh, I guess I was an entrepreneur. My dad was a police officer in a suburb of Cleveland, and uh, he never made a ton of money. Most police officers don't. So I used to take handkerchiefs out of his drawer and go up and down the street and try to sell them for a quarter. So uh, <laughs> the neighbors uh, thought that was cute, but my dad did not. Uh, and so when it came time for college, I, I didn't have any money for college. And... Uh, so it took me 22 years of night school of paying my way through law school uh, to get my law degree. But it was an education wow. along the way. I was learning. I had been in the financial services business since 1969, uh, a life insurance agent. And I got a number of designations, a CLU, CHFC, and I have an RICP, which is one of the latest designations in the financial world. It's retirement income certified professional. Again, speaking to the distribution portion of financial planning, which is, is a completely different strategy than the growth portion. Mm -hmm. Well, you sound like a, a man on a mission, you know, 22 <laughs> years to go through that. Most, most folks would have said after a couple of years, uh, good for you. And it hasn't stopped uh, since. Well, I have a for it. You know, we're in business to, 
Charlie, to help educate people. And, and yeah. we use every tool in the toolbox. You know, a lot of financial advisors are either stock and bond people or they're annuity and life insurance people, and they rarely talk nicely about the other side of the fence. But frankly, those are all just financial tools. They all do different things. The stock market is for growth. Annuities are for income. Uh, life insurance is for legacy. And you need cash for liquidity and emergencies and inflation. So we, we literally put a plan together that at least looks at, and in most cases uses, all the tools in the toolbox. Hmm. Love it. Love it. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Well, they... Most people look at us as salespeople. Uh, I, I will not deny that I'm a sales guy. Uh, there's no question. But attorneys are salespeople and physicians are salespeople and dentists are salespeople. When I got out of law school, I, I passed the bar the first time I was a lucky guy. Uh, but I wasn't at the top of my class. I was running an insurance agency and, and raising four kids. So I, I, I passed the bar the first time out. But wow. It, it, it was a, it was an issue of marketing yourself. If if you're a smart person and you sit with your feet on the desk as an attorney or anybody else and wait for people to walk in the door, you're going to fail. So you've got to market yourself. You've got to introduce yourself to the community and let people know what value you're bringing to them. Yeah, and and Bob, as as we talked kind of off camera, uh, I've known you for quite some time because of the you know, really brilliant marketing strategy that, that you've had. And it, you know, and you make your point about sales. I mean, everything, I'm just looking around my office here and everything I've, I have in this room, sales was a part of it. I mean, we'd be in trouble as a society if there wasn't sales, right? But you've done a wonderful job of combining the whole marketing branding side, side of the equation. You know, you've become a, a trusted authority and a big part of it and why you you do the show I know on the weekends is to educate, you know, to help enlighten folks and, and help them out whether they become a client or not. Right. Yes. You know, with the COVID, things have changed a lot, Charlie. You know, I used to do 50 seminars a year at the high end restaurants, Ruth, Chris and Shula's mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And those are pretty much dead. So the radio show and then we, we do some video and podcast types of things. But mm -hmm. I always tell people all I'm looking for is 15 minutes. At the end of that time, when you've told me what your financial goals are, I'll be able to tell you whether I can help you or not. And if you don't want my help, we'll shake hands and walk off into the sunset. So it's not high pressure. We're here to service people, uh, solve problems. The, the problems are longevity, uh, market volatility, as you mentioned before, and, and having enough income and making sure it lasts as long as they do. You know, we're living a lot longer. And it used to be we retire at 65, Charlie, and die at 65 and a half. But yeah. Many people are living well over the age of 100 now, and you need to have some certainty and predictability that the income isn't going to go away. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, Bob. How about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, I'm, I'm a pretty boring guy in a way. Uh, <laughs> I, I've had a, my first boat at age 16 and I've had more than I want to count in between. And my wife and I love to travel. Uh, Rose has got her own interior design company and does kitchens and bathrooms. Uh, she speaks, I think, five languages, so wow. I don't need to take an interpreter uh, with wow. me when we go, go to Europe to visit her sister in Italy and when we go to Mexico to visit her family. So it's we, we love to travel. Again, that's been shut down for the last year, too, pretty much. Wow. So now we, we travel. My brother has a restaurant up in Boca Grande, so we go up and see him and 
He also spends half the year out in Red Lodge, Montana. We go out there and spend time with him. Oh, that must be quite a place. That we just wow. took a we took a fifty five hundred mile road trip. Uh, just really? over the Fourth of July. What was your favorite stop uh, along the way? Well, Red Lodge is always one. And they have a new coding museum in Cody, Wyoming, and we mm. we, we saw uh, Mount Rushmore and uh, Sioux Falls, and just saw more windmills than I thought existed in the state of Texas, and so it was just a wonderful trip. <laughs> I love that. I did cross country one time uh, with my son from Pennsylvania to California, and I will always remember that and the stops along the way and just obscure things. You know, we were driving down the highway, was it Route 66? And there was a sign that said, uh, oh, what was it called? Meteor something. Never heard of it. And so I looked at him. He looked at me. We went, what the heck? We have some time. So we pulled off and it was a site. It, and it's, it's a really neat place to go to. But, you know, we had to really go on the back roads. And, and I was getting a little concerned, like, is this a setup? Um, but it was um, a place where a meteor had struck us however long ago. And you can actually walk along the rim of where the meteor hit. And there's like a museum there. Really interesting stuff that we would have never discovered had we not got on the road. So, uh, yeah, great, well, great. In the financial services business, if we are successful, the companies take us to these all these fancy trips. And a lot of them have been in Europe and they've been wonderful. But there is... Uh, so much great stuff to see right here in in this country. Yeah, yeah, awesome. How about about when it comes to life challenge or you know hardship? Looking back in life, what comes to mind? The time that you were able to you know get through, and now you can say because of it, you know, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, I think it was my education. I'm I'm an avid reader. I still read two two to three books a week and keep educating myself and. I was raising four children and running a business at the time. And so I, I didn't have a lot of pleasure time or relaxed time or even exercise time. And, and that was a challenge. I probably wished I had a little more time to spend with my family, but uh, I, I loved what I was doing and I still love it. And I still educate myself. You know, you, if you stop learning, you, mm. you're just, you kind of dry up and blow away. So you have to yeah. bring good news and good value and good education to your clients. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, powerful, powerful message, message there, Bob. Thanks for sharing that. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Well, we're fiduciaries, Charlie. And, and I hear a lot of people on the radio say you have to be a fee only fiduciary. That's just not true. The definition of a fiduciary is somebody that acts in the client's best interest. And we've always done that. And we have some fee contracts, uh, assets under management. We also have some commission contracts with our insurance companies, our annuities and our life insurance. And that many times clients like that, that the insurance company is paying me my compensation instead of them having to take it off of their rate of return. And some of the rates of returns are phenomenal right now. We've got a couple of annuities that are growing at seven and 8%. And boy, in today's world on a guaranteed basis, that's, that's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? Well, a, a number that I hope, you know, as an old guy, I try to have numbers that I can remember. So <laughs> it's, it's the area code 239, or, and I have an office here in Naples at Immokalee 41 and one on, uh, up on Daniels Road in Fort Myers. It's 239-249-8888. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, Bob, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to uh, listening to uh, more of your radio shows. Keep doing what you're doing there and uh, best of luck. Well, it's been my pleasure, Charlie. And it's, it's always good to have the privilege of getting the information out to the public, which you allowed us to do today. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.